Well, it is time to check in with Mornings with Simi contributor Scott Chance to talk about Oliver Anthony. Uh, Scott, not everyone has heard this name. No, and uh, I'm su- I was a bit surprised, actually, when I came in this morning and asked you and our producer, Bianca, if, if you guys had heard of Oliver Anthony, and you both said no. The reason I ask is because he has had the number one video on YouTube. His name is uh, being suggested to take part in a Super Bowl performance, not the performance, but the national anthem. We'll get to that in a sec, but uh, I, I really like music, Jill. We've talked about music a bit before, and you know I like music, and I like the stories often behind the music, where the music kind of speaks to more. So Oliver Anthony is this YouTube sensation uh, singer-songwriter. He has a song out right now called Rich Men North of Richmond. I'll play you a clip of it, and before you like judge the song, I'm just playing this for context. Because it's about more than just whether or not you like the song. But here it is. This is Oliver Anthony, Rich Men North of Richmond. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. So that's what he sounds like. That's what he sounds like. Okay. Yeah. And he's written this song about like the ri- the rich men in in north of Richmond, Virginia, which is where he's from. So this song it, it debuted on a YouTube channel called Radio WV, and that YouTube channel is really small. It had like twenty thousand followers two weeks ago, and uh, they they showcase independent artists like this from that part of the state, and since they they launched this video of Oliver Anthony singing it. It's filmed on his property. He lives in a camper that he bought for $750. He's a high school dropout. He plans to farm. He never had an idea, uh, plans to make like a living being a musician. When he, when they put that video up, he was, he put it on Spotify as well. And he had 374 followers on, on his <laughs> Spotify account. Today, two weeks later, he has 4.5 million followers, and his YouTube streams have gone up 102,000%. Not 102%, 102,000%. He's also the first artist ever to debut a number one song on the Billboard Hot 100, and only the third artist ever to have 15 songs at one time on the Billboard chart while alive. The other two are Michael Jackson and Prince. Hmm. So he's in some really, really, really rare air. But what's got people so riled up is that so many people have latched onto this song as some sort of like a political anthem because he's singing about, you know, the the economic divide, that he lives on a piece of land and he lives in a trailer and he can't really do anything with his life because his dollar is taxed and uh, the rich people around him that kind of control the government are so like uh, just just on top of everything, you know, and people have, have sort of liked this idea and really latched on to him. And then this is like the follow up story at the Republican debate, the debate for the Republican leader at the first one. The leader or the host of the debate played a clip of the song and asked why this resonates with so many people. And all these Republican candidates were kind of like latching onto it. Like Ron DeSantis said, like, yeah, that song's about Joe Biden and people like Joe Biden and all these folks like that who have sort of made things hard for guys like Oliver Anthony. Well, here's Oliver Anthony's response to that. 
Uh, sorry. Here is Oliver <laughs> Anthony. My computer was down. Here's his response to that. Presidential debate. Because it's like, I wrote that song about those people. And he's talking about the people on the stage at the presidential debate. He said the song is not about Joe Biden. He said it's about all of you, about politicians. He doesn't say that he's like a right-wing... Uh, pol- he he's con- describes himself as super centrist. So he's kind of like captured the attention of the music industry, culture, streaming artists, all these type of things because he wrote what he describes as this really, really honest song. And everyone has latched onto it, and now he's coming out sort of saying, like, none of you guys get what what this is even actually about. Uh, he was offered an $8 million recording contract. He turned it down. Uh, two big country producers, John Rich from Big & Rich, offered to write an album with him. He's turned that down. And uh, he said he's responded to over 50,000 requests from fans. They're talking about booking a tour for him. And he's sitting there just saying, no, I don't want any of this. None of you guys get why... I'm doing this. And of course, I think the bigger story, it's like all the music people, all the industry people behind this who try to turn out successful artists like this and maybe hit one in a hundred. Here's a guy that just did it without trying to do it. And it's exploded. And he's turned all the the money and the opportunity down, which I thought interesting too. I thought I saw a quote for, from him saying he's thrilled with the global response, but he's annoyed with the musicians and politicians acting like they're all friends and all buddies. So, so I was I was curious. Did you get the sense then? Is it he just wants the message out there? What's the what's the purpose behind him doing this? Yeah, he said that he wrote the song because he was not in a good space mentally, and he has a bunch of other songs too, but. He, he says it's like kind of like a hobby for him. His plan was to have a livestock farm on his parents' land or his grandparents' land in Virginia and never really thought that being a musician would be a serious career. So he did this, and then this like local kind of independent music channel published it, and it kind of took off. And, I mean, I, I would find it incredibly difficult to turn down the money and the opportunity, especially when they're kind of offering you – Control. I mean, if you Google his name, you're going to find a million articles about him. Like some of them, they've they've taken a whole bunch of industry professionals and asked them to give him advice and written down like a list of different sort of advices for him. And some are saying like, dude, you can write your own ticket. You have all this clout now. And he's kind of trying to figure that out. But I think what he's trying to do is just express this thing that so many people have been trying to express but haven't been able to get right. And I feel like he's touched a nerve for so many, right? Like... The mm-hmm. world is getting out of control. It's so expensive, and there's nothing else we can do about it but write songs. But apparently writing songs works. <laughs> and and he doesn't like the fact that, like you said, it was used at the Republican debate and that a lot of Republicans, uh, the politicians and pundits, have taken over or adopted the song saying, oh, this is our song. Yeah, and I think that's really, really interesting how people hear something where he's talking about uh, the dis- he has this disdain for wealth. And uh, Republicans are like, yeah, that, that's that's exactly what the problem is in America. And he's saying, no, it's like you guys, you people who are the politicians on stage here, you are the problem. You've created these laws and these systems and these rules that have allowed um, corporations and big money and you know big interest to take things away from people like him. So I don't know. I just find it really – Really interesting how things like social media and YouTube and online streaming have enabled a person like this to take control of the conversation, whether he wanted it or not. And uh, big industry like recording and music um, 
they, they don't really know how to respond to it. They want to capitalize on it, and he's kind of not even letting them. I think that now they're looking for the next person like this and going to try to find whether or not they can they can create stars in this same way. I even had a moment where I thought, I hope this doesn't turn out to just be like some big put on, like it's all an act. Mm. Like they knew that it was going to happen anyway, and he's been a recording artist, and they found him and wrote the song for him. You know, one, one of those... Like orchestrated thing. I hope it's not that, but I had a moment of fear that maybe it would be. Anything is possible.